0: Are you looking for ways to plan and communicate better within your home? Well, you are in the right place. Listen up to this episode. I will give you three tips to help you with the organization and communication to turn your home into a haven.
1: We've made it to episode 12. How about that? That's incredible. We got here quickly, but (laughs) we're making it episode 12. Welcome to the Home to Haven podcast. You've downloaded it. Thank you so much. We truly, truly appreciate your uh, patronage, your support. You're coming along on this incredible journey as we help you move from the chaos, the noise, the insanity of the world and the home and move towards a haven of rest, of peace, of joy and love. My name is Terrell.
0: And I'm Jen. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Home to Haven podcast. Our purpose is to help you turn your home into a haven, a peaceful sanctuary. And we have been talking about communication. Communication. And today we are going to talk about communication for the home. So we've been talking a lot about communication in relationships with our partners people were dating or in a marriage relationship with and kind of how to communicate in a good, godly way.
1: We got into it. So if you missed any of those episodes, please go back. You want to listen to those. You want to watch those. We get into a lot of good stuff. So make sure you get that.
0: Our focus today is really about the home itself, getting that peaceful sanctuary and how can communication help you in turning your home into a haven. First and foremost, we need a purpose statement for our home. We talked about this in our purpose series. Why is it so important to have a purpose statement? Uh,
1: The scripture says to write the vision, make it plain so those who read it can run with it. So it's important that everyone in your home, whether you are a single, a single parent, uh, a married couple, everyone's on the same page. They know why you exist, what you are meant to be and what you're supposed to be doing together collectively So it gets everybody on the same page and it helps understand why we make the decisions we make, why we do the things we do, how we do it. It really puts everything in the focus and perspective.
0: It gives us that foundation and it sets the vision, right? I was a teacher for a very long time. And there's a common phrase that people always say that if you don't have a plan for your class, your class has a plan for you. So you need to have good classroom management when you're a teacher. Otherwise it doesn't matter what you're teaching, what you're presenting, what you're doing. If you don't have that classroom management, it's gonna be a wash. Your class is going to run you. And we can totally trans trans transfer that to home. You have to have home management skills in order to run your home well. Yeah. So when you have your purpose statement, you also need to have some specific things in your home to really guide and help flow the communication okay. for your family. Okay. It's crucial. Number one, you must have is a command center. Okay, people in your family need to know where they can go to figure out what's going on, what's happening. Okay, maybe what month it is. Um, <laughs> keeping them all in line. As typically, I don't want to. Cast too many generalizations, but as the mom of the house, you're keeping track of so many things. You're keeping track of schedules, lunches. Are they buying lunch? Or are they taking lunch? You know what the kids have? Do they have soccer practice, dance? You have work schedules. Are you going on a business trip soon? Appointments,
1: doctor's appointments.
0: Everything. So for our house, we have a command center. We use a whiteboard with a calendar. We have a place we, we can fill in. I like to color code different for different people. We have the notes section. It's also magnetic. So we can hang up anything that the kids are working on. A lot of the times they memorize scripture. Mm-hmm. And now that the kids are older and can read, they can go over there and they can see for themselves what's happening, mm-hmm. what to expect. And it sets that expectation of where to go, where to turn.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like the central hub. Uh, a lot of times there's big dates on there. They'll count down to the days. They will. Um, if it's a birthday, if it's an event you know, daddy daughter dance, they are counting down how many days they'll ask that special person who lives in a uh, cube made by a big company. Um, <laughs> they will ask her, you know, how many days left until X, Y, Z date. Right. And so it just creates a place where everybody again can get on the same page.
0: Right. That's super important. We also, between spouses, since we have phones, the kids don't have phones yet. That's a little bit later. <laughs> right. We share a calendar. So we put events in there. If I schedule an appointment for six months down the road, we put it on a shared calendar so that you know what's happening. That's an easy way to communicate so that we we're both on the same page and we know what's happening.
1: Yeah. That's a way that, you know, Jennifer's much more handwritten. So she has a style that she handwrites things. She handwrites her notes. I am not that way. I would lose it. I'm not as organized as she is. And so for me, the digital helps me track it. And so we have a shared calendar set up through our our phones. It's a Google calendar. It could be a Yahoo calendar. It could be an Apple calendar. It's easy to share that. And we don't teach tech here on this podcast, so I can't tell you about that. But it's a shared calendar where we put in, again, all of our events. Anything that has to do with the Turner household, that's going in there so we can keep track of that um, as another way in addition to – the whiteboard
0: right and it updates automatically so he may schedule somebody to come over to the house and i'll be like wait a second i already have plans so i know in the moment we can switch that work that all out it's a great way to communicate number two that is really important is to just use your time wisely Hmm. so find those little moments throughout the day like you said our home isn't necessarily just that piece of property, but we take our home with us. And so using our time wisely, especially with the kids, there's really those pockets of time where you can communicate with them and really connect with them. And just don't let that time float on by. For an example is the car rides to and from school. Instead of just zoning out to the radio or just focused on what's coming up at work, you can really use that time intentionally. Ask yeah. them questions If you don't know where to start, just start with something fun. Kids love to answer like, oh, would you rather do this or that? Um, They love to do that. They love to tell you about their day. And you may say, well, my kid doesn't like to talk to me, doesn't tell me any answers. Well, you have to get them used to it. And in a routine, like you mentioned, we don't take a yes or no or nothing really happened today. We don't allow that to be the final answer.
1: Right. Um. If you have older children, maybe you have teenagers, you know don't settle for what the world says. you know we mentioned in uh two episodes ago how that we didn't settle for the status quo of marriage is hard uh you know you've got to really work at it, and it's the hardest thing you've ever done. I didn't want that, so I'm not going to accept that you know the terrible twos right. are the worst for the kids you know Ellie had one fallout. And that was the end of that, and she didn't have it a again. There was one time she acted a fool. with well, two? One was in the restaurant, and then the other one yeah. was when she was upstairs. She was but she was really little.
0: Yeah, that one.
1: Was- um, we didn't have terrible twos, um, so I'm not expecting or anticipating when my children get become teenagers they are going to become distant and pull away. We are speaking into their future now. We're not mm-hmm. saying that we are confessing and speaking how they're going to be even as they're teenagers. So you have teenagers speak over their lives, declare over them and just stay with it. Don't get discouraged. You know, continue to ask those questions, continue to smile, let them know you're there for them and let them know you love them. Continue to pour out into them and those seeds will manifest into harvest.
0: And if you have littles, you can really start setting those routines that, allow for conversation to happen. Even if they're older, you can always start at any point, but we make it a really strong effort. We, we do this almost every night is to sit down at the dinner table together, eating dinner. You know, one person's not in the office eating and the other kids taking their plate to their room, but we really sit down and we use that time intentionally to talk. We can have dinner convos. You know, you can get those printable cards for conversation topics. If you don't know where to start, but just setting that expectation of this is our family time. This is when we regroup. This is when you can cast vision of what's happening or help them out with any problems. What's going to happen.
1: Um, And sometimes, you know, again, we talked about privacy in the last time. Every person needs their time to kind of get away to themselves and recharge. We get that. Um, Jaden sometimes will say like, Hey, I want to go upstairs. Yes. And Jaden can kind of go in his own world. He's, He's a scientist. That dude loves his dinosaurs and his books. And he wants to go into his room, read his books. And I love that. However, I will say, no, come on downstairs. We're going to have family time. It's not a punishment, you know, because I'm setting the expectation for when he is 10, when he is 12, when he's 15. We will not be separate. We're going to be a family that's cohesive, that's going to be together, that does things together, that talks all the time, even when they're older. So, again, yeah. How you things don't go wrong, they start wrong. So start correct, they'll end correct.
0: That's right. Also use those little times even if you're not together. A great way to do that is to write little notes. Okay. So sometimes I'll put fun notes in their lunch boxes or if it's your day to sleep in and I'm up early with the kids, we might jot you a little yeah. note or I'll leave you a note in the office. So even if you're not with that person all day long, yeah. you can also use things other than technology you know back to the, the handwritten thing, <laughs> yeah, um, and teaching your kids that.
1: Uh, I love it. I think what I was telling you the other day how this generation is going to be is going to grow up and they've never written a letter. Right. They've never put it, folded it up, put it in an envelope, and mail it to someone. It's so a lost right? art. So you know, do that make, that make that a fun activity to send grandma, or grandpa a card, or a teacher a card, and and teach them that lost art of communication.
0: Right. Number three with communication is to really use your the technology to your advantage. Okay. So we are in a society now where technology is all around us. We have screens everywhere, TVs on, iPads, yeah. phones. So use those to your advantage. My parents live far away, so we do a FaceTime with them every week so that they can see the kids, the kids can see them. You're also teaching them how to have a conversation, teaching them... If the if somebody's in person teaching them how to shake their hands, make eye contact, speak back, you know that's a kind of a lost art for our kids. Yeah, they're that's, a, that's so... important.
1: It's important. And even when they're on Facetime, hey, stop bouncing around. Pay attention. Focus. You know, we we know they're on the screen, but it's the same way as if they were in person. You do the same respect, same thing. Respond back. Put that down and, and, and pay attention to the conversation.
0: When it comes down to it, as parents, we our purpose is to train our children up in the way they should go.
1: And when they are old, they want to depart from it. That is a promise from the word of God. But you got to do what you got to train. And what is it training? Training is over and over again doing a repetitive behavior for a specified outcome, for an expected outcome. So it's over and over again, repeating this action over and over again, because you want an expected outcome. And the scripture tells us that our children are like arrows. We point them right in the direction that they're to go. And so in this different age of 2023 and how it's different, I just encourage you to get back to the word of God and not allow society to tell you how to do your kids. Don't even let your own opinions Let God's word shape and mold how you train and how you raise your children. Yes.
0: Right. You can't expect them to just know or you don't want to expect other people to teach them like that's the teacher's job or that school's job. You know, you're teaching them how you want your children to grow up and be just, just this evening, Jane was like, do you remember we used to go in the sitting room and we would read together and read the Bible. And I was like, you're talking about the devotions. Like in last summer, when Mm -hmm. we were here in the mornings, we used to do devotion every morning. He's remembering that. And it's calling him back. Like he he's being drawn to do that again. So I was like, "We'll we'll start that again in June when we don't have to be rushed out the door
1: at 6 (laughs) a.m. Proverbs 22 verse three and four, it says that through wisdom, a house is built and it's through understanding that it's established. So allow God's wisdom his word build your house. Everything that we're saying, we're, we're pulling from the Bible. We're pulling Absolutely. from the scripture. You know, if you don't want a, a command center, okay, great, whatever. Whatever works for you. We're telling you and giving you tips, but ultimately how you train your children, how you communicate, we're pulling from God's word. Why? Because wisdom builds the house and understanding establishes it. So, we encourage you today, get back on the foundational principles of God's word because ultimately therein is where success is.
0: That's right. And we look to Christ to guide us, to teach us how to communicate, to communicate to each other, communicate, communicate to our children. So we model ourselves after Jesus. Yeah, He didn't condemn people. He was encouraging, read through the scriptures and it's clearly shown in every interaction, he gave communication, he gave ever specific
1: had. instructions. Go out here, the donkey's gonna be there. Talk to this person, you'll find them there. He was very detailed, he was very specific. You know, he chastised, he corrected right. in love. You know, he was our ultimate example, and he was fully God, and he was also fully human. So he's our example that we can do it if we again look to him and we Holy look Spirit. to
0: him and we are showing what to do in our home turning it into a haven
1: i love it because uh you know the, the the home and the organization is not my strong suit it is definitely your wheelhouse so are there any other tips you have that you know you might share to help someone kind of get things organized maybe neat or you know things like that in that communication any final things
0: So yes, I'll share a little bit on Instagram and stuff. Some of our specific ways that we do that we have the command center, we have our drop zone. So the kids already have that expectation of how to take care of the house. And as they grow older, we teach them more and more of what they can do to contribute to the house. It's not just me. It's not just you taking care of the house. It's their responsibility as well. And as they grow, we'll teach them and and um I'll share some of those tips as well
1: on Instagram. That's at Oakhaven Company on all social outlets. Uh, you made me think about one thing before we wrap it up today. Um, and that is about the 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 purpose statement. Another way we communicate in our home is that we have scriptures throughout our home on the walls. We do. And so we have I think in every room we have in our house, yeah, there is a scripture hanging up. Mm-hmm. That's so important. You know, God's word is in our room on our walls. His presence fills our home. In our kids' bedrooms, when they wake up, they see an affirmation statement yes. from God's word that tells them and speaks to who they are uh, as a son of God, as a daughter of God you know, at least speaks and she's all happy about her new sign. She's bold. She's courageous. You know, that, that's who at is. Mm-hmm. And so we encourage you today to, you know, incorporate some of those in your home that when they walk, when they walk up to your home and they see the scripture, it just gets in their hearts, gets in their spirits. And again, you're speaking to their spirit. We are spirit beings. We're not flesh and blood. Amen. And so let that guide your atmosphere. I'm going to pray over you today before we leave. Father, I thank you so much for this outlet, this opportunity to uh, influence the lives of people that we don't even know. And I pray that uh, they receive something that will help them turn their homes into havens, the places that you've ordained. You have peace and love and joy. Let them experience the fullness of what it means to have a true house full of faith, full of the love and joy of God. So I pray that you would give them uh, witty ideas and ways that they can turn their homes into havens and increase upon and expand upon what we shared today and through this entire series of communication. I speak blessings over them in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Home to Haven podcast. Remember to follow us on all socials. And there is a special download. It's going to be the last week to get the communication workbook. Workbook. This is a four-page Amazing, visually beautiful download that has a journal section, scriptures, everything that we've talked about. It's in written form and will help you walk through some personal time of reflection on how you can communicate better and the five styles that we talked about earlier.
0: That's right. It walks you through our podcast series of communication. If you're also listening to some of our past episodes, we do have the purpose workbook and the new beginnings workbook. You can check that out on our website as well.
1: Oakhavencompany.com. That's not free. It's a small investment, but um, yeah, support that, get that. It will bless you. It will definitely enhance upon, your study time, and your devotional time. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you so much. And tune again next week on the Homed Haven podcast. We'll see you then.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you've learned something to help you grow in your relationships and received some practical ways to make your home a true haven. Now it's time to put what you've heard to use. We'd love to hear what you are doing. So connect with us on social and send a message. Search and find us at oak haven company on instagram and facebook we also have resources for you such as printables devotionals and helpful articles on our website at oakhavencompany.com and we'd love to stay in touch with you with our exclusive offers news and content made only available to our email list members sign up today to receive jen's free download pack and terrell's confessional guide as our way of saying thank you Click the Join Our Email Group link in the description. And again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.